0: Good afternoon, and welcome back to another episode of It's All About Perspective with your host, Robert Hinchliffe. I uh, am excited today. I'm always excited to be back, but today I got uh, a friend of mine that's on here. He's wanted to be on here for a long time, and we finally made it happen. But before I introduce him, I'm going to read something, and I want to get his feedback. It's kind of long, so listeners hang in there, but I want to just go through this with him, and then I'm going to ask him a question. All right, so this was my day at some point in time not too long ago. 7.30 to 7.40, went to see about a bus incident. 8.00, 7.40 to 8.10, moved some furniture, discussed scores with about new kids. 8.10, parent meeting for a K student. 8.50 to 8.55, traffic. 8.55, got on the bus to talk to the bus driver. 8.56, walked uh, students to a classroom, got a call. 9 o'clock, spent 15 minutes trying to get a kid to decide to walk to class. 9.15 to 10, in a room attempting to help a student from the earlier K meeting. 10 to 10.25, called to a room because a student was destroying the room. 10.25 to 10.30, got a desk for a teacher. 10.30, back to find an earlier student who ran from the room and walked back to art, sat until 10.50. 10.52 to 11, back to the case student. Taking a breath. 11 to 11.5, a loper, fourth grade. AP beat me to it. 11.08, what? One, <laughs> Called a parent who called the region about a teacher uh, without contacting me first. I was asked to call back at 1130. 1112, air out in the classroom. Talk to the custodian. 1115, teacher in the nurse's office. Kid dropped Chromebook on her foot. 1122, back to the fourth grader. 1127, handed forth off to the chief so I could call the parent back. 1130 to 1150, talk to the, the concerned, not parent, just a concerned person. to 11.55, back to the fourth grade, out into the parking lot. 11.55, K student uh, again. 12.10, I'm only halfway through my day. 12.10, left fourth with AP so I could do lunch duty. 12.25, headed outside for lunch duty. 12.30, walked fourth grade student back to class again uh, and discussed new reinforcers. 12.43, bathroom. Twelve forty-eight. Call CCSD because strategist doesn't have access to anything after uh, filling out the form. August fifth. Twelve fifty-two. Heated. Uh, oh, he did lunch and ate on the way to talk to a teacher. Teacher's not in the room. <laughs> Twelve fifty-five. Stop by the lounge to check on fourth grade. Twelve fifty-six. Walked to the office. Teacher's now in the room, so I walked back to her room to discuss HMH. One fourteen. Coach a teacher through a parent discussion. One thirty. Met with the teacher. 137 PLC for HMH for first grade. 143 during that reported to the region regarding the phone call earlier, interrupted by, because police came on campus. 154 back to the reporting back to the region. 159. Back to the first grade PLC. 215 listened to concerned teachers regarding new programs and building the plane while flying it. 220. talk to a parent checking out early. 225 a discussion about complex texts. that was good. AC out in the room. 2.37, talk to school police about traffic. 2.39, got an update from school police about traffic. 2.41, debrief about the day with the AP for three minutes. 2.55, student stabbed a kid with a pencil, so I had to investigate that. 3.02, checked in with my high flyers at the end of the day. 3.11, dismissal and bus duty. 3.34, uh, discussed grading certain students. 3.55, checked back with school police. 336, email a supervisor regarding uh, a certain concern I have. Four o'clock was SOT. Now, Mr. Jeff Granger from Barber Elementary School, do you uh, have the same kind of issues? And do you find it tough to be an instructional leader during times when we are doing all of this on the backside?
1: I, I mean, yeah, I was, I think the most impressive part of your, your day was that you actually found time to heat up your food. I mean, <laughs> wow. I, I gotta say that's, that's great. I'm, I'm lucky if I eat breakfast, I eat breakfast before I go with the realization I'm probably not going to eat again until about five o'clock when I get a cheese stick when I come home. That's kind of, that's kind of <laughs> the, 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 way it is. No, it, you that's that's the day in the nutshell. I mean, it sounded to me like the perfect day of an instructional leader, right there. Um,
0: <laughs> well, but see, that's the, I mean, that's man. the whole idea. Like when I when I talked to you about this before, I'm like, hey, let's talk wow. about like, let's talk about the behind the scenes things, things that yeah. things that people don't know that go throughout the day, and it's a lot of it's not anybody's fault. Um, yeah, it's, know, it's, it's not, not anybody's fault at all. It's just it's just we're managing a lot now, and yet that you're like you're going to say, I know you are. They want us to get into classrooms and they want us to do all these things. But how do you not be a servant leader on that side?
1: Yeah, exactly. You got to be visible, got to be out and seen and got to be able to jump in under any circumstance. And the thing is, most of the circumstances happening right now are kid issues, parent issues. uh, And there's very little time to really be what you know, when we all went to principal school saying that we're going to be, you know, impacting impacting instruction, we're going to be making sure that all of our assessments align, we're going to be building relationships with the kids and the family. And, and the thing is doing all that stuff, like within your day, that, I mean, that builds relationships with the staff. I know they very much appreciate it. Uh Just, you know, looking at that, it reminded me of the time, like, I was on my way to go to lunch duty. I think it's important that the administration have the most amount of duty in the school, period. And on the way, and I got a kindergartner that is refusing to go to PE and just starts you know, kicking the wall, throwing things out there, and you just got to stay with them. And it keeps going back and forth. And next thing I knew is after that kid, another kid, meeting with meeting with multiple parents, I look up it's two forty-five. Yeah. 45. I just gone. And I didn't even gone. realize where the day had gone. And, and the thing is, I look at like you, you have one AP, I have two, I have two fantastic APs, absolutely fantastic APs. And even, even with that, I don't get much time to be in classrooms. You know, we, we try to, we try to structure like times where it's like sacred time, like PLC time, Sacred time. We, we got to be there, but at least one of us is there at that point. That's kind of like the hope. One of us is there. How, yeah, but how many
0: have, what's your population? You have 800, 900?
1: We have, uh, as of yesterday, we are up to 790 students uh, pre-K through five, 790. Uh, so we've we've reached our enrollment and then some for that. So And we're Title I school. So, you know, we have various needs from there. We're 100% free and reduced lunch. We got various special programs. I got three early childhood, uh, primary and intermediate autism. I have primary star, Um, six kinders, five firsts, six seconds, six thirds, five fourths, five fifths, six specialists. We're busy. Yeah, there's a lot. I look at, they say, well, how many people do you supervise? I think, I don't know, 90, 100. Like, it's hard to keep track. Yeah, it really is.
0: yeah, we're at seven. Uh, well, we're eight twenty-four total, including special programs. Now we've mm-hmm. gained a hundred, and well, we have one hundred fifty-six COSAs. Um, yeah, which is, that's, which is that's... Leading, leading the district in that. Um, but you're know, like, they, I think when you're like you and I, you know, you and I are similar. Like, you have to do it this way. I think otherwise, okay. you're not building the trust of the staff. If they needed, like one of the times I did, a, yeah. a teacher needed a desk. Well, they got a new student. They had they have to have that. We have to do that. Otherwise, are we oh, yeah. doing the, our best for our staff?
1: Our HMH materials came during lunch. And so they're on pallets outside. We got to wait for lunch to get over. So I got to make sure, you know, staff is out there that the kids don't try to you know climb on it because it's, it's cool. I mean, it's on pallets. <laughs> it's boxes. It's a wonderful thing. Some kids see that and that's a playground. So we get right. that in. We get that in, and then I'm the only one available. I'm lugging it over, and we don't have a room to store it in. I mean, I have I have one room that's I'll designated to amplify science storage because I the te- the classrooms. Well, I mean, our buildings are are larger, so they're have larger rooms than you'll see, especially at the pod schools. Yes, they're still not big, big enough to hold all the materials that we're getting. So, got to bring everything to the kinder kinder pod area. So, I have ten pallets in the kinder pod area that we moved it to. And I got to unpack the boxes, sort them out by teacher. And then I just started delivering them. And thankfully, you know, I delivered one grade level and then you saw like my intervention teachers and my strategists who, I mean, they're going to, my intervention teachers RTI is going to start in two weeks. Once we finished all the baseline testing and everything like that. I mean, they, they saw it and they started helping out and delivering stuff, but all at the same time, it's like, when, when can we be, Really monitoring instruction, really helping yeah. out teachers, really coaching and doing that sort of thing mm-hmm. when we're delivering materials. Yeah. We are constantly dealing with whatever fire comes over the radio.
0: Yes. So and yeah, it's, I mean, you're right. Yesterday, I, I had to shut my radio off. I, I Some would say I I would say I dropped it on purpose <laughs> I because it just didn't stop. And yeah, I just needed happens. a moment. A moment to talk to the office manager about something. And, you know, like I have a great AB too. Shauna's great, you know, but her and I are like crossing paths all the time. She's doing this and that, and I'm doing this. And, you know, we get time to breathe every now and then, but I don't know. And maybe they don't have the kind of leaders we are, which may or may not be a good thing. But I don't know if some people realize what we do during a day.
1: Yeah. Like your, your day that you described, I've lost track of how many days I've had like that. And it's, it's even, I, I think, you know, I look back to the time that I was a Dean and all I was doing was literally looking for investigations nonstop. I, you know, it was kind of a joke that I was supposed to supervise teachers when my entire job was just dealing with discipline the entire time, you know, and you know, I, I'm very thankful for those two years as a dean because it taught me how to prioritize and be efficient and all that good stuff. And then, you know, when I was AP, I think I was you. You and I we've shared schools. I, I was AP at Wright, and you you were there. I mean, it's what 1400, 1500 kids. I think when you were there, it hit 16. It, it,
0: I was I wasn't there for that. I was there for about the 1200.
1: 1200 oh, I mean, days. and you got a campus outside a campus inside. It was that big.
0: Yeah, and it's 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 hard.
1: It's yeah, that's your... the thing too,
0: yo. We're we're big schools, uh, bigish. There's bigger schools, but when I was uh, at Smith and we had 500, I didn't have an AP for five years, mm-hmm. and that was doable. That was doable. There was no no problems with that. I actually enjoyed it. Uh, now, I could do it, but I would be even worse. And you know, you're not helping people in the areas that need help. I hired uh, Tracy. She's she's one of the best teachers I've ever been around. I uh, convinced her to come back and be a student success instructional facilitator. Oh, okay. And, yeah. and today I asked, or she asked me, like, "Hey, what can I do?" I'm like, "You're doing it. You're talking to the teachers about instruction. You're making sure they're all set." And as you can see, without you, that would not happen.
1: Yeah, and that's and that's my read by grade three, Shelley. I mean, she's. I, she used to do intervention groups. I looked at her and I, at the end of last year. I said, "I can't have you pulling intervention groups. So you have to be 100% coaching, 100%. Well, you know, it'd be yeah. it'd be great. Even though like we have a very a, a wonderful RTI process, I, in my opinion, you know, one of one of the better <laughs> ones. Uh, we've talked about it. I'm very I'm, I'm very proud of our love RTI. It. Yes, you've heard, which is good, very. Man. Pr- very proud of it uh, it's I'm, I'm kind of an rti snob you can thank our friend pam you know the mutual friend yeah. pam she uh she taught me the ways of the force there with that but um i can't i'm trying to allocate so many resources because i just i need people to help out with the instruction but then the problem with that is if you have a licensed person assisting out with coaching and assisting out with instruction then there becomes a little bit of a conflict of like, are you're not my supervisor? You're not yeah. this. I want to hear it from Jeff. I want to hear it from Leanne or Scott. Yeah. I got to hear it from the bosses. And I'm like, like they, they gotta be, you know, we gotta have those people that are our voice because we're too busy, literally chasing kids around yeah. the yeah. school.
0: Yeah. You're not wrong. Like uh read by grade three at, at Thompson. Angie's phenomenal. I mean, she was a finalist for specialist of the year. And so between her and Tracy, we and the teachers value them as well. You you got to have people in those positions that they respect and know mm-hmm. dominated when they're in a classroom. But I mean, without those two, I honestly don't know where we would be. And and, and I, we have great teachers. I am blessed. I'm blessed with a great staff. But we can't be all we can be if we don't have someone helping them in the trenches when we can't be there.
1: Yeah, and I, I and again. I have 2. The reason I'm able to have 2 is is because, you know, we get extra funding, so I'm able to use that for to lower class sizes like and even with lower class sizes doesn't mean you still have issues. I know there's a lot of schools that they have, imagine you're in a 5th grade classroom and you got 35, 37 kids. Well, my 5th right. grades are at 24, 25. Well, that's thank you to the federal mm-hmm. dollars. That's a huge, huge thing to do. You know, it's but it, it still doesn't cap the fact that I still got 125 fifth graders. So there I got, I still got all of that stuff, but I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of rambling and I'm sure you can edit out that part too, as well about me <laughs> rambling. No, nah, you're good, man. That. You're good. You're a rambling um, man. <laughs> I I am a rambling man. And it's also a good song. Uh, no, but I'm able to do more of the instructional in instructional, whether it's walking into classrooms, just myself to see what the kids are doing to attend PLCs. The reason I'm able to do that is not just my read by grade three, but it's really, you know, my, my APs. having a second AP in elementary school, I think was absolutely phenomenal and not to take anything away from my teacher. I have phenomenal teachers and our growth, our academic growth, our social growth, all of that showed that this Mm -hmm. year, incredibly proud of the staff that I have but you know my two ips and you know liana she was one of my first hires i ever made as a, i hired a counselor first and i hired her um and what she brings to the table is is a lot a lot of creativity like she's like she's had job security because i, do, I can't put together a powerpoint presentation to save my life anything like that <laughs> but because of of her being able, her and her strengths and then i got then scott Rivera as well. And his, his strengths, especially in the area of special education is unbelievably phenomenal. And like we had an incident today, had a, had a kiddo, you know, in our, in our star program coming in, like screaming, trying to break through the elevator about a water bottle. Cause he didn't, he got off the bus and he didn't have his water bottle. His dad didn't put it in his bag and he realized it, it kept going, kept going. And he's, you know, the kid's, trying to tear off the buttons on the on the elevator i'm like he's going to be pressing he's going to lock us in here with this thing and we get we finally get off the elevator and all of a sudden he comes by and he knows he knows the kid he knows a preferred reinforcer he knows that flashy lights get him and he just comes there has this little bug with a little flashlight on it shows it and it just stops like instant stops puts it away the backpack puts his backpack on forgets all about the water bottle and goes away you know, if without him there, with that, that incident could have lasted who knows how long. Hours, Instead, it lasted hours. thirty minutes. You know, and then yeah. it took a little while for my ears to come back to proper regulation <laughs> on that one. If you ever have a kid, I know you got five kids. I got five kids. We've had right. screaming in tight situations. <laughs> that uh, that hurts. That hurts the ears. But you
0: know, like, you you make the point though. Just with Scott and that student, is relationships are yeah everything. And like I was telling. I don't know, I'm going to admit this publicly, but I stink right now at just getting into classrooms to say hi, I, uh-huh. at least like from 7:30, and I had a meeting today from 7:30 to 11, you know, and I can't, uh, you know, we'll get the job done, but yeah. I can't get in there and say, how are you? What do you need? How's it going? And I'm like, just get it. I just like, just text me. And like, when I walk somewhere, I'm checking my text, and you're just multitasking and prioritizing all the time. And then you sit down just for a second. And you're just like, oh, okay. And so then you check email and then you decide, no, I don't want to do that right now.
1: And then, like, yeah, you make confident. You make a wonderful point because that a very similar thing happened. Like because I'm not able to be as out in classrooms as I want to, I want to try to jump in there and see, you know, test the standard. Hey, are, is, are, are we meeting the expectations? Is what we're having the right. kids doing, meeting or exceeding the standard? Because like I said, at a Title I school, I have a big thing, it's like, poverty is not a learning disability. And that was, and Hamish Brewer, they, that was hardcore in his book. You and I yeah. are both Hamish guys. Yeah, um, It's not a learning disability. So because that, I'm trying to like go, I want to be in classrooms. I want to do all this and, and have Leanna sat me down and it's just, and, you know, and the great thing about both Leanna and Scott, especially Leanna, she's been with me longer is just not afraid to have a frank conversation. Like, Hey Jeff, yeah. read the room. I think you're com- you're coming too fast. Mm -hmm. You're, you're trying to do this too fast. Let's stop. Think about it from the teacher's perspective because they're going through a lot. Not only do they have, I mean, envisions they're starting to get more comfortable with that. It's in their third year, but the first year that was thrown at them, you know, what do we do amplify? There's really never been any solid like time to sit down and get used to it. You just kind of have to take it day by day. Then we literally got, got HMH in here. They're going through a contract dispute that's putting on a ton of stress with them, and they have all of these other factors. And it's like, "Hey, hey, Jeff, how about we slow down?" It's it, and I, know I had this yeah. kind of conversation, like, "Hey, but if not now, when? Like, we, we can't just keep dropping the ball. I, I can't just say I can't go into classrooms." She's so like, "How about remember just be transparent? Here's what yeah. we want to see, right?" So let's just show them. Let's tell them. Let's remember this, and it's just a a good calming voice, which is necessary because we get lost in all of this, and we try to then make up for that fact, and we just go so fast that we forget to do like what you said is recognize all the work that the teachers are doing, Mm -hmm. recognize all the good things that they're coming in because when we go into classrooms, if we just go in and then don't say anything about it, or something pops in, we forget to say anything, and. I go back to my mind as a teacher, I'm going to think like, oh my gosh, did I do something wrong? Am I good? Are they unhappy? Versus we take time to say, hey, I really enjoyed what I saw here yeah. with this aspect. I really like this. Um, and then you can tie that into, hey, next time you do it, here, try this little tweak, try this little movement. Yeah. And that's really, it not only, not only builds that relationship of trust that they see as, they, because you say walk through to a teacher, they have, a lot of them have PTSD of a gotcha. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't they gotcha. I don't understand even that. though even though it's not it that's not the intent of it that's that's unfortunately what we're dealing with. Right. Is take that time and how you have to t- have to slow down to approach it when our entire day is how can I quickly get something done because I never know when something else is going to pop up and take me away yeah. from it.
0: And you know what I find too like so I'm just thinking about my days and you are you know like you're running all over campus and or you're not running you're walking fast. And you're checking your phone to see, like, well, okay, where's the next fire? And then that one kid's going to be like, Mr. H., do you want to see this? Yeah, buddy, of course yeah. I do. Show me. Absolutely. You're, you're, your you're, your you're going to get to this room right now. But you're like, hey, that's amazing. High five. And then every other first grader wants a high five. Yeah. And that's that's what keeps you going.
1: Yeah. same point. Like, ah. <laughs> i would say you want to feel better about yourself uh, as a person walk uh, as a principal walk into a kindergarten classroom and say hi and one kid it, <laughs> yeah. no matter what a kid is going to come up and give you a hug the moment yeah. one does they all Everybody. come and give you a hug and we miss you and it's like this and i yeah. heard you on the announcements it makes <laughs> you feel it, it just brightens your day
0: i mean i thank goodness that we have those those moments where they're just you know they just remind us why we're there otherwise i think we would just get lost in this hustle and bustle and and, and that's really sad because it's not what we went into it for but that's who we are we don't ha- we don't know how not to help
1: yeah i yeah and that's like a a servant yeah servant leaders are are visible they put they put others ahead of themselves the the difficulty i have with it is i go through phases of i'm trying to help out try to help out and then I start to feel like bad on me. Like I'm not doing enough in this one area. So because I'm not mm-hmm. doing enough in this one area, I'm, I'm letting other people down or now I'm not going to get the results that I need to, to, so I can, can we can continue on the, on the path that we need to as a school that I know we're going to, going to get. And then it gets a self depth, just a, just a, you start to tank and then you have to realize you have to sit yourself down. And I think i messaged you and I had to, Yeah, It was yeah. like the couple of like the first Thursday of the week. And I had to just do a complete reset on that Friday, the five day, fifth day of the school year. I had yeah. to do it. Cause I was like, Oh my we, goodness. We shouldn't
0: be tired before the school year starts. Oh, but it's but, just, yeah. It's just that way right now. I mean,
1: here's the thing that re, what re energizes me is just going into classrooms and seeing what kids are doing. Yeah. and ask you, them, can hey show if me can this long if i could be yeah if i can be there long enough uh oh. yeah <laughs> and i i tried i think i got into two today like <laughs> i got into two first grade classrooms that's good the kids were excited the kids were happy they were learning they were having fun yeah. it was cool in one of them i mean they were just you know you got a bunch of just emergent readers and you know some of them they have the books mm-hmm. and they're just they're looking through and they're telling you oh i see this in the picture i see this we're developing a love of reading that you'll for in first grade, that's what you want, you know, and you know, in the other, the other classroom, they're, you know, teaching them how to write. You first have to be able to to learn how to speak a story. You got to tell it orally before you can get into writing. It. And they were telling a cool story, cool narratives about a fun day that they had. Everybody went to Calabunga Bay. So they're all sharing all their stories. Yeah. And it was great. It was yeah. It's fun. you
0: you kind of hit a thing that I, um, I struggle with is I, I tell them, you know I mean? you're right. We beat ourselves up. Like I think, okay, who did I not talk today? And then I go through my day and well, it's too late to text them and check on them. And so you got to do it tomorrow. I'm walking down a hallway to go talk to a kid and like, oh, I got to stop there. Okay. I need to check on that student. But then also it's a balance because you're right. I'm trying to quote unquote, push them into a certain way. Mm-hmm. But they have a lot going on. So I find or I'll tell people it's a balance of like how far over the cliff can I push you before I gotta pull you back? Because we don't have time to wait. We don't have time to no. just sit back and and that's one of my one of my things about the new quote unquote programs or resources is are they slowing us down? Because we don't have time to go slow.
1: We don't. So now we're sitting um,
0: here. We're sitting here learning these no programs, and the teacher's like, "Do I do this? Do I do that? Do I do this?" And one of the like, I used to play sports. One of the last things you want is you questioning yourself and what you're doing. Yeah. So I don't know if you see this, but I just see I, people. I as- saw it today.
1: Yeah, I, I saw it today. Third grade. Third grade. I just came in. I just wanted to see a teacher. You know, during their prep, had a quick little thing. I got had to talk to her about, and I go in, and they're all just in in a room. And they have HMH up and they're walking the, the teacher who had missed a couple of days. Here's kind of intro getting into the program. And it's just a lot of the, a lot of the ancillary things that, of, of just how to navigate and find things within this program. And I said, I said, look, I said, let's go back to remember what I said. It's what do we do with fidelity here? And, and I will preach this and, and if I get, if I got to die on this hill, I'm going to die on this hill. There are materials and there's curriculum. Curriculum is the standard. We teach to the rigor of the standard. We do that with fidelity. Materials are wonderful. It's great to have them if we know that it's in there because then you don't have to try to reinvent the wheel and it saves a lot of your mental capacity. But if we're spending time, I said, guys, I would rather you spend your time coming up with creative uh, lessons, engaging structures that the things that tasks that the kids are going to do to show their understanding of theme because theme is a big one, third through fifth grade. It is it takes a long time. It's really year-long um, of having those discussions. Instead, we're spending our mental capacity on how do I find how do I find where the solve and share, how to get to the solve and share book from the online resources. And which questions is it? Because there's two different, there's like, they said, there's like 10 different ways to get to the same thing. So, and, and that's where I'm at. I'm like, it is, it's fidelity to the, to the rigor of the standard, not fidelity to the program. Why program, do you
0: feel like, why do you feel like that? Cause I, I am, and I'm not, I am pro resource. I am anti-program with fidelity. Fidelity is the educational effort, word in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah, and it so, is. Yeah, I, I we feel that balanced. We that balance. <laughs> We want yeah. that balance of we like do. saying, Hey, it's okay, guys. It's it's all right. Just relax. Here's the end goal for the year. Know the program and the good parts of it. Know what mm-hmm. is a good resource. But they're teachers and God love them. They want to be the best they can be with the stuff they have. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's just reassuring them, I'm not going to be gotcha on this stuff. Yeah. Just try, just learn. Yeah,
1: I'm not going into your room with a checklist and saying, oh, you should be on day three of story four what, and this yeah, section. What's, what's scary is that some people are. I know. And it's wrong because you stifle creativity. The moment you say you have to do it this way, you prevent your, what you're doing is you're preventing teachers from reaching their potential. You're preventing multiple opportunities for kids to show mastery and to learn. It, you know here's yes. the thing every kid learns a different way every teacher instructs in their own unique way yes. so we can't like you can't you can't have it one way you can't just one way your way to everything i mean it's it, it's mind-blowing
0: that's, that's the line we walk because that's uh that's the company line kind of so to speak i'm not trying to be mean or negative but right yeah. now you is. Is, you're you're going to struggle with the new RTI process, which is allegedly coming out. You're like, I know yeah. I will. And that's, I know the thing. I will. I don't understand. I struggle greatly with why are we, some people need this. So I want to back up mm-hmm. new yeah. teachers. This is a great resource for you, but my opinion is that the experienced teachers should be sharing their resources with the new teachers. So we can teach the new teachers to be as good as the experienced teachers. And, I struggle because I don't want them to not be creative or do an awesome job, and I think that sometimes when you use a program with fidelity, they become robotic, and I don't like that for kids. I like I like innovation and I like engagement that gets kids thinking, and I'm not yes. entirely sure that that's what those programs
1: do. Yeah. Take a, take a risk. What's what's the worst that gonna happen? Like oh, we gotta try again. Okay. We'll try again, like, but take the risk if it's what's best for kids, not what's, and I say, do what's best for kids. Don't just do the easiest thing for you. you know, that The easiest thing for you is most of the time, so it'd be great if it was the easiest for you and the best for kids. That's That'd be the wonderful, one. but that's not going yeah, to be the case most that's of not, the time.
0: That's not the way it is. Um,
1: but yeah, you're, you're right that a lot of new teachers or um, perhaps if, you know, it's sort of like if a teacher is struggling with classroom management, what do we give them? We say, okay, here's here's champs materials. Let me teach you on this, so you get proficient in this one way, and you do it. Like, you start I tell with one te- thing, start with one thing. That's what I tell new teachers. I said, look, you won't you won't feel great uh, uh, until like year five. Year one is your survival year. I said, all you do is your first year is try to absorb as much information in terms of how to manage process procedure wise, get your kids moving and those kind of that kind of flow thing. Try to do that. And I said, if you want to add a subject it's like, I want to improve my, I really want to focus on instruction. Choose a subject you're most comfortable with. Nice. Absolutely choose. I, I knew to, I was math has always been my thing. So I wanted to focus on math instruction in the first year writing was not my strong suit at all. So I started with how do I become a better, better math teacher. Then I went on to informational text. Then I went to fiction text. And then I finished with writing. And by the time I finished all that, because I had done it, writing actually became my favorite subject to teach. It was writing. But it's, yeah, you and we have to have a slow process. An issue I have, though, with the mentoring process is a lot of times we'll give mentors that are in the same grade level. If they're in the same grade level, yeah, you can have these conversations about how to lesson but it's much more difficult for them to get in and watch them provide that immediate feedback in there, which leads to capacity in buildings. And a lot of buildings, if you if like we have SOSAs, sure, I have two SOSAs. I have uh, but one is going to be spending a lot more time in our special programs because t- different teachers and things like that are out or SPtAs out. So we need extra coverage for high risk kids. I have another one that is that runs our our opportunity room as part of our you know restorative justice and making sure we don't we want to lower suspension rates and everything like that. I'd rather for my community it's better that we have them here in school receiving instruction just not disrupting the teacher in the classroom. Right. so I don't have as much capacity to to provide that
0: right. So Jen Black was on last week and you love Jack, Jen as much as uh, I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nobody like Jen Black. We, <laughs> You love oh, her. she's You gotta love her. I mean, she's just Jen. But um, I asked her what her, you know, what her toughest challenge is as a principal. And she basically said, you know, it's taking care of the teachers and making sure that they have what they need. And and there's a lot going on. So I guess what's your biggest challenge in your opinion?
1: Loaded question to loaded question here. Um, I probably yeah. It's it's very much that it's giving the teachers what they need. It's a trying to survive the whole balancing act yeah. of everything. Like we're we're trying to. It's. I don't know if you ever been to. A, a, I remember a couple of Mexican restaurants that I've been to, especially there was one in San Diego in Old Town, and I come out and the guy has. You know, so at that time, I only had four kids. So. <laughs> and so you got six and they have all the plates in one arm walking and they serve it. And I was like, this is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. And it mm-hmm. feels like our job is just trying to do that with the food stacked high while people are constantly asking you questions about whatever all the time. And we're trying to give people what they need. So it's trying to find a balancing act between um, making sure my teachers are happy, and yes, I'm I'm a principal that feels like I do play a part in their general happiness. I do how yeah. I go back. We play a part, you know. Like we do. We we very much do play a part in their general happiness. Keeping them happy because somebody that is happy and enjoys where they go to work, they are going to do a better job. So it's an
0: amazing it's amazing it's concept. You know? Crazy, right? I have. Yeah. A, I, I tell people I have made a living off of principals making people mad and they want a change. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've made a living off of that because I, so many of the teachers that I have hired are just upset at their principal (laughs) and they just want someone who's going to leave them alone and trust them.
1: Yeah. And, and, uh, I, I have that too as well, but the, here's the thing, part of like leaving alone and trust, like I we have to be around. Like when you say leave alone, that doesn't mean we're not gonna be around. It you know, it just means right. like
0: I mean what I mean not- by leave alone is I'm not making you uh turn your lesson plans in Thursday oh, for the week after. I'm I'm not going to come in and and you know, make sure that you have X, Y, and Z in this place and that place. I'm going to trust you as the professional to teach the standards as long as you do not hurt kids. And yeah. you do not get me on the news. I don't care how you teach yeah. the standard. And,
1: and I'm there with that. As And my thing is, as long as the standard you're working on, which first of all, kind of help us out by write the correct standard that you're working on on the board that, that just I like, please do that. That just helps. But, you know, if not, we that's an easy fix. Like, OK, uh, there's yeah. plenty of things. <laughs> that's an easy fix. Like, but what you're doing has to meet the standard. It has to. Like we're not we can't we can't dumb anything down. We can't do anything like that. It has to beat it. Um, And I kind of lost my train of thought, but yeah, you get it. And we want to, like the teachers, you trust them. I tell my teachers, like, look, we get results. Ain't nobody going to bother us. Right. You're not going to be bothered. Well, I, I, you make a good point.
0: I think so it comes down results. to,
1: yeah,
0: I think it comes down to control. You and I can let control go to the teachers and trust that they're going to do their job and do it well. And we will deal with things that happen. Mm -hmm. Many admin, I feel like, want control because they are afraid of what might happen if I let the teachers have a little bit of leeway or I let them get off the path a little bit. Ooh, what might happen if they don't? I don't want to have to pull them back. I use the analogy of, I don't know if you remember the first time that you tried small groups in your classroom when you were a teacher. And the kids go to small groups and either they did great or they didn't. And if they didn't do great, what'd you do? You pulled them back. You pulled them back and you put them right back in their seats. We have teachers, we have to let them go to their small groups and coach them in their small groups and manage that kind of like a teacher who's doing a small group at their table. You got to be able to kind of manage everybody. Otherwise, you just want to pull them back. And next thing you know, you're doing direction instruction in rows. And that doesn't work. No. So that's kind of how I feel admin is. You've got to trust them to go to those places and do what they're supposed to do. And if they don't, then we fix that. Don't yank them back and, and kind of, you know, close it in on them.
1: Yeah. And you, you bring up a good point, a nice reality check too for me for some of the stuff I was dealing with today and in, you know, in the previous days, because I also, and I like this at the beginning of the year, I just like to check in where everybody's at sort of like, Hey, yeah. Are, are we all start, starting to, starting the year off? Right. Um, and if we're starting the off right, good. So yeah, am I am I gonna be in people's rooms more at the start of the year? Yeah, I want to make sure we're off on the right foot. I've been I've been in the game too long to know that it is a balance. If we let go, and I think virtual learn, I think our time in COVID and uh, virtual learning had a part to play on this. Is when we, you step away, we're humans, and that's just how it is. We we tend to get and I was included in this a little bit lazy in our day to day. If nobody's checking in from time to time, what gets, what gets inspected gets done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it is finding that balance. I think, you know, one of the things you reminded me is I have to look at a leader as a conversation that we had about, you know, doing the growth model of, of, a of teacher observation or your teacher instruction. You look at where do we spend most of our resources instructionally or as a district, where do we spend the most money on? It's on the kids that are have the most gaps. They need the most support. That's where we spend all of our money on. That's where we spend most of our time. And when it comes to teachers, I think we also have to have a similar model with that. Those that get it, hey, pop in on them from time to time. I probably pop in on those teachers more than they want to, but my reason for it, and I I, you know, hopefully they they listen to this and and hear it is because I want to see the good things they're doing because when I have conversations with the teachers that maybe need support, guess what? I can say, hey, I saw yes. this. Not not I, you know, I'm I'm cognizant of the fact that not every teacher wants to be name-dropped and everything like that. But mm-hmm. here's a cool strategy I, I saw, you know, from some of our teachers here. How about we try this? Do you, if you want some help, I can point you in the right direction to go. But where a lot of us, at least ministers, where we get our best ideas is from our best teachers and seeing our best teachers. So it's important that we continue to do that. But we have to use it from the mindset of like, I'm getting good ideas to help coach the ones that need more coaching.
0: It's fascinating to me. I don't know if you see this, but educators, uh, I'm not trying to paint them in a, in a negative light here, but for some reason, they're very... Um, closed off in terms of sharing sometimes or working together. When you watch like the Golden Knights, I use this analogy all the time at school. It doesn't matter who scores the goal. They're all excited. Yep, Everybody's watching Mark Stone to see how he plays to be better. When we grew up, MJ was the best thing ever. And we're watching Jordan and we're trying to dunk with our tongue out because he's doing it the right way. Educators, in in many cases, honestly, they don't want to – share how they're doing and i don't understand why i don't understand why we're different than you know, like if you watch even uh, you know it's not really real but you watch a show like uh, Grey's anatomy there's other people in the room watching the surgeon do the stuff to get better and learn and they want to be in there how, you know like it's just it's a fascinating it's, thing to me uh, I've, I've tried to develop a staff that will will work like that but sometimes it's so hard to find people like
1: that it is it, hard to find people like that. And this could be a whole other podcast. We could keep going on and on forever on this, Robert, um, because we had, and I think Scott Rivera, one of my APs was the one that brought up said, Hey, Jeff, I mean, I mean, cause we're trying to get the teachers to learn from each other. Like, guys, you learn yeah, best from each other. That is what collaborate. You learn best from each other. Eat, not just in your grade level. And he goes, he told the teachers like, guys, you you know what doctors do when they want to learn better technique on a surgery they don't read a textbook they go watch other doctors and and or, you know that that's what they do um and i think with educators like with sharing i think some of it has to do with the culture of, of results, the culture of test scores and all this other stuff is they want to be the ones they don't want to do something that's going to impact their test scores. Sort of if like, like we're starting K through three, uh, for differentiation block of walk to read K through three, you know, we have our whole group. That's our main lesson that we have. And then we differentiate to work on the standard, you know, uh, our kids that are more strategic they might need more scaffolds or, you know, kids are at risk. They could go to tier two intervention our enrichment kids or, you know, there are high flyers. We're giving them more complex text to use. We're expanding the expectations on the results, those kinds of things. And even that is kind of a struggle because they're, we're so used to, and I was very similar with this as a teacher. We're so used to like, well, they're my kids. I want to be yes. the one control. I want to get the results. They're, they're mine. I yep. have to develop the relationship. When am I going to do all this? And it, you failed and we're trying to get the idea of like, no, no, they're all our kids. Yes. Everything. It doesn't matter. Yes. K through fifth. They're all our t- all our kids. Like you you look at the the SBAC test. The SBAC tests are not just a third grade test, a fourth grade test, a fifth grade test. It's a so K a through five. It is, it is everything from the beginning. And clearly my kids got home. I don't know if you can hear it in the background. Oh, there. you're
0: good. That's life, man. That's we're life.
1: Good. Yeah, that is. You're all good, man. They got, they got back is going to be an exciting time. I'm sure here in a little yeah, bit, we'll but
0: we'll finish, we'll finish up. But so one more question then I'll let you go. Cause I know, I know that you love your family time. Um, what annoys you the most about our job? <sighs> if you can say it on, on the podcast.
1: Oh, annoys me. I, I, geez. I mean, it's I can go of, first it,
0: if you want. I mean,
1: I, like, it's I, kind I, of day to day almost. Um, Yeah, go, you go first and I'll, I'll either expand upon it or give another idea. So
0: I have this, So if you, I don't know if you've read the the book by Ron Clark called move your bus, but essentially he puts everybody into four categories, which are the runners, which are the people that are doing everything. The joggers are doing pretty well. Yeah. Walkers, they're walking, but you get the writers, the writers are just dead weight. Yep. I've, I've kind of adapted to where everybody's a sprinter. We all have our things, but I am a writer. I hate paperwork. I hate needless paperwork. I hate plans that are not going to move the bus forward. It just makes me upset. I have, I have a plan due on August 31st. I know of, I just, I, I don't have time for a plan that is going to have no bearing on the outcome of what I am trying to accomplish that. And also I don't like when people don't use common sense. I try not to show it, but You know, if there's, um, I'm going to make something up. If there's a kid in a pod and no one's out there and you see them, go check on them, find out what's going on or things like that. You know, like that. I struggle with that. Although I don't, I try not to let that one get to me, but anybody that knows me, I hate paperwork. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it.
1: I'm with you on that one, but I would add another one on the writers. I would add you, you have draggers. People are just dragging their feet and trying to slow down the bus. That's even worse. That's that's even worse. Uh, You have the draggers. Um, for that, those, those are the people that we got to like, like, it's clearly not, not a good fit. Yeah. We got to look at that thing, but paperwork. Absolutely. I think what last year we submitted our grade, grading policy eight times, I want to say eight times, but yeah, the thing you have to do on the 31st, like I think, eight. I think it's a supplemental <laughs> textbook adoption plan. I can share, share it with you. No, don't worry. You you're did, good. Today, actually. <laughs> okay. you did today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to add there, the one thing that annoys me the most, and I think if you ask, uh, especially Scott, Leanna, or my CF, Yolanda, the one thing, if someone says this to me, it will trigger me. The whole phrase, uh, the term, that's not my job. That phrase will, you'll see a side of me that you might not see, that, that you don't want to. No, your job is to help kids. Whatever the situation, right. wherever it might be, your job is to help kids. And what we get is, well, that's not my job or that's not my job. This is, that's not my job. It's too late in the day or that's not my job. I can't do it. And I get more, if I get the, that's not my job. I lose my mind, and there are some words that come out of my mouth that are not appropriate <laughs> for my children to to hear. Your children to hear, even though yeah. you know we've but they, they've all older. heard it. I'm I'm sure you know yeah. 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 <laughs> anything like that. But no, it is your job. Your job. Your job is education. Your job is kids. And if a kid needs you, like you know what, just stop. Stop with the whole. Well, that's just too much. It's, I I can't do that right now. That it, that's not my job. Or, you know, another thing is I'm on break. Oh, I can't. I I know we got. a break. I know we got, I know people, i gotta get my 15. I got to get this. Oh, I'm on my break. I can't help. Oh, oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a a struggle. What I found too is that um, anybody that knows me, I tend to gear myself towards the runners and joggers because you're running as fast as I am. And we are the people that are going to move this thing. Yeah. And if, if you're the other side and you want my help, uh, I will try. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a struggle. You know, it's a constant. Um, they should do a study of teachers in terms of humans and their uh, behavior. Because yep. the whole school has so many different types of humans and their behavior within it. Uh, it would be a fascinating study on this person and that person and mm-hmm. you throw in their personalities. And then we have to manage all of that.
1: I thought sociology was a absolute worthless course to take in college. I still to this day really think it is. If somebody comes and says, I'm a major in sociology, I'm like, Well, you're just adding on debt that you're not gonna you're you're gonna graduate with something that is pointless. But oh my gosh, it would be an amazing sociological study. Just it would see. be. Hey, absolutely amazing. Yeah, if you could. Yeah. But man. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's not my job. That's not my job would be the, somebody saying that to me would be the number one thing that annoys me the most is people thinking, well, I don't, I don't have to deal with that. That's not my job, or I shouldn't have to deal with that. Entitlement. I think entitlement, you can sum it up. Yeah. That's a better word. Entitlement.
0: Entitlement. Entitlement. You know, I, yeah. I Like one, you're entitled. People you're are ent- you know, entitled, entitled to anything. You're entitled to oxygen. <laughs> after, yeah, that, after that, you work for Gosh. everything. You know, like yeah. you you have the right to air and to breathe. Yeah. No doubt about it. But oh, yeah, you're right. Entitlement. I deserve... Entitlement. X, y, no, earn it. No, uh, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. Hey, one more question and I'll let you go. Because uh, um, I'm actually, after this, going to go watch the school board meeting. How do you think the teacher contract is going to play out?
1: Um... You know, I really wish they get it. Like, I, I, it makes no sense to me why uh, support, like, why we as administrators got 10, and for some reason the teachers can't, at least that first year. And you, we can debate whether or not the eight, five, two, whatever it might be for the second year, that can, that can debate. But there's, there's no excuse why. I, I don't get it. Um, I wish I did, you know, I, 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 got a glimpse of the new salary schedule. And even then I have some questions on that, uh, as to it, it's, you, you look at it and you say, okay, how many teachers are getting a PhD? Right. Not minimal, not minimal. Very, very, not, not yet minimal. So rather under, be the national that, board. under that scale, they're topping out at 92. So to say the new scale tops out at one hundred sixteen really isn't the most accurate to do it. Um, but I, I just, I, gosh, I wish they would, they would sell it because it it helps us out. It's a stress on the teachers and when they're, when they're stressed out, they're not going to be at their best. And that's a struggle for me. Unfortunately, I I agree with what you and Jen said. It's it's going to arbitration. Uh, and then I don't know where it's going to come from there. I, I, I hope, but man, I,
0: in our, uh, it's great. In our principal meeting yesterday, you know, when the people were talking about, I don't know if you saw us um, at the end. Um, I had to cut out early talking. because of a call. All right. Well, <laughs> well um, one of our, I hope to have him on, but one of our other friends that likes to speak up uh, was talking about this and how we are not competitive at all. And even, so I, I actually, um, I can say this now because it's going to be public soon. I'm losing a teacher. She's moving back to Washington state. She's mm. great. She opened the school. She's like, I gotta go because even with a ten percent raise, I'm still gonna make fifteen thousand dollars less than I will when I move home. And so she's leaving in two weeks. And I told her, I'm as your boss, this sucks. But as a human, I agree with you. There's no reason not to go. And we are even with this ten percent raise. I hate to say it, we are not gonna be competitive. And I don't and... think, I don't think it's gonna help rec- uh, recruitment at all because every other state is raising the bar. And I think for the next few years we're gonna have a, a mess on our hands no matter how much they raise it.
1: Yeah, I, I was actually there for that. Totally, totally agree. It's gonna to be tough. The the way we get teachers and, and you and I, we've actually been on the pot on the winning end of it, but we're really what we're essentially doing is is taking from one to satisfy us. So it's not like we're solving any problems. Yeah. We're just creating more problems at another school uh where they leave from. So it's right. it's a bummer all around. Um and I know it was, uh, you know, Wear your blue day I was, you know, where I had, you know, my nice little blue collared shirt on. Cause the teachers I've, I've said this, uh, to my, since I've been a principal to, to my bosses, I said, look, um, like we need the teachers far more than they need us. I, I'm out. Nobody's going, oh it's my goodness. Revelation. Oh, oh my goodness, Granger's out. I don't know if I can do my job. I don't know if I can handle <laughs> yeah. these situations that are coming up. Oh, oh my gosh, what do I do? And I also then said, said the same thing. I said, and again, you know, from those are higher up, I said, you need us more than we need you. Because if there is an issue, who uh-huh. am I calling? Me personally. I'm calling you. I'm calling our other buddies that we know. Like we got a we got a support group that we're going to call. Yeah. And that's just the way it is like you got to understand is the well, people they, doing the work they're doing the work. trenches
0: everybody should be helping work. us do the
1: job we yeah. should
0: not be helping them do the job uh yeah. there's times sure I'll, I'll pitch in you know what like i don't want to say it's not my job um but really if we're in the business of kids where are the kids at they're in the building yeah. and that's where every all resources should be focused that way so
1: yeah absolutely hey, man, I,
0: I appreciate coming on. I'll have you on again, and I know we'll be texting, of course, every day, complaining about something or helping each other out. But uh, <laughs> I appreciate you. And uh, in the end,
1: what is it? It's all about perspective, buddy. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate you, man. Yeah.